Most of my skincare was flammable. Uh, what? So there was that. Oh, I guess they did try it because they did say it didn't work. Oh my God. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today, guys, I'm so excited. I have like the best guest in the world and someone that I am so grateful to call a friend, JC Dombrowski. I am so excited to have you on, JC. Um, thank you so much for making this time to chat with me. And it's so nice seeing you. I miss you so much. I know. I miss you too. It's so nice to be here. I'm like so excited. Okay, so let's, for anyone who doesn't know JC, can you tell the like listeners a little bit about yourself? I mean, if they yeah. don't already know you, I feel like everyone should know you at this point. So I am mostly active on TikTok. I have almost 3 million followers there. I post beauty yeah. content, mostly from like a science background because I'm mm-hmm. a biologist from Cornell. And um, I post a lot of like science, animal nature content because I'm actually a marine biologist who spent his first two years doing pre-med and just learning a lot about biology and chemistry, which in my opinion is what makes up skincare. Yes. So the more you know about science, the more you know about skincare. Absolutely. Like I, and that's one of the things I immediately was like drawn to you with because not only are you like an amazing content creator, but you're educated and like you're in step. It's so great to like see someone else who, you know, is also in, in school and then in this industry as well. And um, yeah, you're, you're there with all the facts when in your skincare videos, you know, you're not just talking about random shit. Like you're there with the facts stating it as it is. And I, I love the education behind that and I think like to give a little background to anyone listening on how we actually met it's kind of funny because I feel like the universe was like you two are destined to like be friends oh yeah because I made you sit in the airport for like an hour <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that so, was destiny like, we uh, met on a brand trip in Toronto and I got to the airport and I was looking for my driver. He like could not find me. I could not find him. And then he's like, oh, we're waiting for this one guy. And I was like, okay. So we waited in the airport. I think I was waiting there probably like 20 minutes, but it wasn't even like just you. It was also my driver like couldn't find me. Um, So then they like finally like, you know, found both of us. And we had to like, I thought they were taking us in an Uber, but no, it was like a full on Man thingy yeah bus it was so interesting <laughs> like had like stocked up with like alcohol and snacks and they had like the lights going and then it was just like us two broad daylight oh. outside like what 1 p.m <laughs> so early <laughs> just so weird um but yeah we were like putting a car together so then we got to talking and I think we really bonded right away off of like both of us being like in stem um yeah. like you studying marine biology me studying chemical engineering and then we were like oh like you don't see that a lot in like no exactly exactly um and then secondly I think we also bonded because like I feel like it's so hard to find like true genuine people in this industry and I'm so scared of that like when I talk to people I'm like oh like we can like be friendly but like I don't think like I don't know if I can trust you like what are your intentions all that and like with you it's just like no like this guy like he has my best intentions at heart like I can really call you a true friend and I'm so glad we met I'm oh. so glad I had to wait for you at the airport <laughs> oh my God, I'm glad you did because I feel like that driver was really mad at me too I was kind of scared of him 
it's okay it's oh. all good it's all good um but yeah thanks for coming on loud talk i'm so excited to get into this episode with you because i love how just raw you are on the internet and how you're just like not afraid to say what's on your mind um when it comes to like you know either like explain different like skincare hacks or shutting things down that are like myths in the skincare um community so we're going to be reacting to some of people's worst skincare confessions I'm a little scared um I asked people on my Instagram to send them in and we have quite a few in here but first I want to ask you what your worst skincare confession is if you have multiple feel free we're in a no judgment zone here (laughs) I feel like I probably will have the worst like not just like no I'm scared now the worst so I when I was like high school I had really Mm -hmm. bad and um I would just like use like retinol and then like vitamin c and like acids and just like every oh witch hazel alcohol like most of my skincare was flammable so there was that and I oh I wanted everything to be matte I wanted like very matte skin because that was like the thing and oh my god what year was this like I graduated 2019 so like 2000 like the 2000s 16 like 2010s yeah okay yeah my poor skin and so there was already that I was on um tretinoin and then and then because I had access to the internet I bought a TCA peel which are like re- like a 30% TCA peel like the really fucking <laughs> strong thing no I know like like so bad I don't like bad bad like 30% like and I was like, oh, I can just Google this and it'll work. And oh, I was like, trying gosh. to be like a whole human chemist here. My skin blistered, like frothed. Like it literally, like it was bad. Like, like full actually, on chemical burn. Oh yeah. No, like, I mean, my whole face peeled off. Like they, and this is on top of using tons of retinoids and, and like oh, acid, gosh. not wearing sunscreen, being out in the Georgia, like bad heat and sun every single day because I was a runner sweating like just oh my god it was so bad the pain was so severe like this area fucked it was so like there's a video somewhere of like me being like oh my god like my skin is bubbling like not even like 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 burning like Mm -hmm. actual froth horrible oh my gosh so yeah like how long did that take to heal um my entire face got really 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 tight and like lizardy and then just peeled off and then like I only did it once because the pain was really severe and like maybe twice and like also like walking around school like because I didn't pick that was the one thing I didn't Mm. out of everything else that I did that was horrible I didn't peel it right but like walking around with like giant skin flakes like falling off was kind of not like helping <laughs> so I was like I mean on top of like just, oh my god so yeah that's probably like the worst one you'll hear like I just don't know <laughs> giving yourself a chemical burn like like and peeling off your entire fi- like I really don't know if you'll find something worse that is horrific um no, like, did your skin job. look better like when it all peeled off um like kind of 
But then, like, I just kept doing all the shit that, like, right. made my skin bad in the first place. Like, drying out my skin with, like, witch hazel and all these yeah. other things. Like, it's going to make your skin produce more oil, especially when you're naturally oily. And then you're going to break out from that. And then, like, not wearing sunscreen didn't help. And, like, all, like just... So like it, even cycle, if it looked yeah. great for like a day, it didn't matter because I just kept doing more bad things. I got it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did like when did that like switch go off in your brain where it was like I shouldn't be like overdoing it? Probably like I really when I got to college is right. when I, I don't even remember really having like a skincare routine mm-hmm. when I started. Like I know I had one, but like yes. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Right. Um, and then when I got to college, I was like, okay, like I started posting on TikTok and I started mm-hmm. debunking things influencers would recommend. So then people were like, oh, well, like what products would you use? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Like I have no clue. <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me just like Google and like yeah, yeah. scientific studies. Cause I was like a science kid. So mm-hmm. that's kind of when I started, I didn't really get a good skincare routine till college, but now Love like it. Four years in, I don't get breakouts anymore. My skin is really, really clear most of the time. I still struggle with follic- folliculitis, which is like your hair follicles being messed up. But I just get laser every once in a while when I'm in like a metropolitan area that isn't Ithaca and like <laughs> have that technology. And yeah. um, I'm probably going to get full laser on my skin when I'm done. Like right. laser hair removal. I yeah, mean. yeah. Because I can't grow a full beard anyways. And it just makes me get like cystic acne. Kind so of you're issue. like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, like, yeah, just once I started really reading all like the scientific studies and actually getting into the biology and getting a more adult grasp on chemistry and things like that, I really kind of got better at skincare and my skin Mm -hmm. got better at that. Yeah, you just did the research and found the products that work for you. No, and that's definitely the way to do it. I think we all, anyone who's like into skincare now, I feel like we all had to go through that like terrible time of like destroying our skin and putting it through the worst. But like your, your skin, like when I first met you, I was like, this guy's got beautiful skin. Like your skin's always glowing and it's like, it's so good. So whatever you're doing now is definitely working. If I mean, like, hopefully you're not doing those intense chemicals. God, no. Oh my God. I still like, I know that it's the cringing like I when I think back to so I started getting acne around like 13 years old and I remember like the first like acne I got was like just a huge like cyst like right in the middle of my cheek and before then I got like the little tiny breakouts and like all I would do for those I used like the Pond's cream yeah and all I would like all I would do with that though is like literally dip a cot I don't even know why I did this but I would dip a cotton pad into it and then just like (laughs) like cleanse my skin almost with the moisturizer like I don't know what like I guess it was like kind of a form of like oil cleansing but like I wouldn't leave the moisturizer on I'd literally wipe it off oh yeah so I did that when I was like 13 and then I started getting like cystic acne and I was like oh no so that's when of course I ran to the internet and was like how to clear acne overnight and I would make like toothpaste hack did I try the toothpaste hack of course I tried the toothpaste (laughs) hack I was applying I was going to bed with like a full like two of toothpaste like a face mask no but like I didn't use that one as much but like I would make masks out of like honey and lemon and like turmeric and like my whole kitchen was like on my face and I was like literally mixing the shit in my kitchen um but I think the worst stuff that I did was one I would like put tea tree oil on my face and like I would mix it with jojoba oil so I I knew to use a carrier but I would use way too much of it and then just like 
mix it into my moisturizer again like I was like doing chemistry with my homemade skincare and put that all over my face and it was just like way too drying because like I have really dry skin to start but I was like of course like same mentality I have to dry out the acne I have to dry it all out um but then what I did later on like I'm just thinking back to all the skincare hacks I had and I think one of the worst ones is I would spray this is like so embarrassing but like I would take hydrogen peroxide on your face right now and I would just spray that like one all over or if I got like because I would pop my pimples like and I don't do this anymore but like I would always pop them because I'd be like everyone would say you have to get the like you have to get it out so it can heal like you don't just like leave it to heal which now I'm like no like you don't touch that thing you just let it do its thing but I would pop it and then I would take hydrogen peroxide and just spray it all over and and, like dry it out but then when they would like scab over I'd pick the scab and then it would scar and then it was just like cycle and I wouldn't moisturize like as much because I'm like oh I need to dry out my skin so I just cleanse it with St. Ives scrub oh yeah that was a favorite and then I wouldn't use sunscreen either but then I discovered one summer that zinc helped dry out my skin even more so that I'd use like this Neutrogena zinc sunscreen that literally made me look like Casper the ghost because it was 100% mineral zinc um and it was like SPF 50 so it literally just like yeah oh that's pretty rough I'm trying to think like what else I like did was oh like do you remember the Aztec I never used that I used it that was actually like I never used that um I used that 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 was people would mix it with apple cider vinegar I would mix it with apple cider vinegar and I would put it all over my face and then after I pull all over my face I would spot like spot treat with it and like leave that shit on for way longer than I was supposed to um yeah I used the and then I'd apply the thyers witch hazel right after using the mask I used I didn't even use the Thayer's one. I used the, um, it was like this really awful one. It's called Dickinson. Just like, it was like pure alcohol. Yeah. Like it's even worse than Thayer's. It was rancid. Or the <laughs> like series. it would light on fire immediately. The series, like, it was an astringent. That's what it was. It was an astringent. Oh, and oh like proactive. Oh, I actually never used proactive, which is oh, I shocking. I, I remember I, I also couldn't even open it. It took so long. It was such a shitty packaging. Oh my God, those. Just, I'm triggered now. I'm like thinking back. No, I'm like, oh, God. I'm having all these like. Well, horrible. I would just like pile on like this clean and clear, like acne oh, treatment. I loved my clean and clear. Yeah. No, me too. I, I like the stuff I would use. It was just like, oh my gosh. I think one of the worst things I ever put on my skin was that um like peel off mask. But oh, the, those like, are so, the ones from Glam Glow that like. I never used the Glam Glow one because I was 13 and I didn't have money, but I bought this one oh, on I, Amazon. I was like literally 13. I was like, I need this. It's fine. No. I mean, also like capitalism cares, but right. yeah, 13 year old me was like, I'm going to do this and it did not help. Yeah. No, I like literally remember when I first started like seeing my pores on my skin, like when I was 13 and I was like, <gasps> so then I literally went online and I found this like I don't know what it was. It's still on my YouTube channel because I literally have not deleted every anything from when I was that age. But it was this like mask that it had like cows on it or something. And it was like this black mask that was literally like duct tape. 
Like, all you were doing was ripping out your hair. Oh, wait, it was that, like, most painful mask ever. Yes, yes. yes. I remember hearing about that and seeing that. Oh, my God. I and I was... People do, like, BuzzFeed reactions to yes. that. Yes, oh and it made my face, like, bright red. And the thing is, it did not do anything for your pores. Zero. All it did was pull on your, like, baby hairs on your face and your peach fuzz and then make your skin literally bright red. And so dry, but I'm like, this will fix my pores. This will, like, fix my whole life. It was terrible. Just absolutely brutal. And another thing I would do is I'd take vitamin E capsules. Oh. And, like, the gel ones, and I'd cut them. And then I'd, like, put it out on my hand and apply it all over my face before I went to bed. Is that that bad? Yeah, I feel like the vitamin E wasn't that bad. I think it's just like, it was just, again, me like literally creating my own stuff out of my kitchen because I was like, one thing I did do that was really bad is I would use coconut oil over my face. I never did that. So I know that was bad, but I feel like the vitamin E wasn't that bad. When I used tea tree oil right, it wasn't that bad. Like when I actually used it at its proper concentrations within a carrier oil it wasn't terrible there's definitely worse things you can do for your skin but one thing I regret the most is probably like not taking sunscreen as seriously until like oh that's like my biggest regret I'm just like god I like because I'm just thinking about all the collagen and elastin that's just like gone and how like every single year it's just like boom like cut no I know and I'm like great I mean like at least I started wearing sunscreen really religiously when I was 18 Mm -hmm. And I also, I will say, I know this is not not enough, but I wore so much foundation, like so much. Really? SPF in it. Oh my God. Since I was like 13, I would layer on. It was like the Tarte SPF 30. So like foundation. So like, I'm like hoping that that right. was enough. Definitely, like, I'm like, oh God. Cause I'm just like trying to like console myself in the fact that like, fuck, you did yeah. not wear enough like sunscreen and the amount of burns I got and I was like oh the sun oh I used to lay out in the sun and be like oh this will kill my acne yes it will dry it out on my face (sighs) (laughs) no like legit legit that it was this whole like drying your skin out and I also because it was like the sun will heal your skin nope but speaking of sunscreens I know this is a little off topic but I'm in the middle of like testing sunscreen right now for my brand and we were testing compared to like some other sunscreens that are like around the same SPF of what we're aiming for. And some of the results were a little shocking in terms of like, this is definitely not the SPF that they claim it is. So yeah, there's like a lot of brands that are actually like, I think, what was it? Crave got like in kind of like they like their whole sunscreen was like SPF like 13 yeah and so it was like the Purito one that like Hiram really liked and so now I'm like extra like paranoid and I think they claimed SPF 50 no so yeah it's not like it was like SPF 30 and like yeah yeah now I'm like very very like ooh, like if it's a sunscreen I need to be from like a big brand that like does I know does R&D and like does not want to get sued because I'm like extra like paranoid about that now like I'm but it's so even like worried. even when big brands get tested like their numbers don't come out to what they actually are no oh that's why I just reapply all the time I know you always gotta gotta be applying should we get into some of these confessions yes. okay I'm actually a little scared but again we're all just bonding over this and there's no we might judge you a little bit if your confession's really bad but we shared ours as well so it's okay Okay, first one. I did a cinnamon honey mask and gave myself a chemical burn. 
that's pretty rough. I think the honey is not the worst though. That's like one of the few things I think you can like put on your face and I agree. As long as it's like actual honey though. Like if it's like fake honey and that's just like sugar. Yeah, not great. But But I think it's not gonna do that much like damage. The cinnamon, I don't know about that. That's probably what did it. (laughs) Definitely. Um, I started using the ordinary retinol and it made my skin worse. That okay, I feel like that's like not the worst like skincare horror story. I think no. it definitely happened. It can make you purge. Isn't it in oil? It's in squalene, which is like it's in squalene, yeah. I think a but, lot of people get scared by retinol because they're like, my skin's getting worse, but like you do it have gets a better. purging. I know even when I did like laser treatment for my acne, um, my skin purged even from that. And at first I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this was the worst. But yeah, okay, I need to find some of these like really, really. Okay, someone said they used retinol and BHA in the same routine and it did not end well. Should have Googled that one. That's interesting because I actually do sometimes. Like like um overlapping them? Yeah. Okay. Do you use like do. what concentration retinol do you use? I use um I not prescription, so I use like retinol and peptide. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. One from Allies of Skin, which is great. That's one I use for the most part. And then I'll use like not every night, but I use like the two percent yeah. or like sometimes I'll use um this other serum that has like AHA in it or like a lactic acid serum. But I do use a ton of like restorative, hydrating, like yeah. moisture barrier, ceramides every single night. So I feel like that probably helps. No, it, it definitely depends. And I wonder if she has a prescription retinol that then she's plotting like BHA oh, yeah, over because so that <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna you try knowing you're good but I yeah. don't so it's like mm, I don't mind like mixing exactly um someone said picking the fuck out of my skin now I'm left with so many scars I feel like so many people can relate to this because oh, like I pick at my skin so bad I struggle with it I still I, do it's really hard especially like sneezing yes like, and the magnet uh magnifying mirrors are the worst oh i do not have one of those because i I know it would be just i don't have one either but the thing that gets me is when i'm in a hotel yeah and they have them i cover it and then i pull it out and then i'm like huh and then you literally like just start you're like let me just get this one like blackhead out let me just start here and then you literally an hour later like your face is like bleeding and red and you're like Oh, oh yeah shit. and like the worst is like with folliculitis like sometimes this sucks you actually do have to like rip the hair out because yes. like your skin like reacts to it like almost like a splinter it like keeps like getting like gross and like making yeah. like ugh. and you have to dig in there and rip it out and it sucks and so it's like oh because like then it's also like oh if you pick at something and don't get it all the way out then it also becomes like a really oh it's just the worst yeah, yeah it's kind of that like fine <sighs> line I remember Okay, this is kind of off topic, but I remember when I did like babysitting training back when I was like 12 years old and the lady who did our training was like, if a kid has a splinter, like don't remove it because our bodies are like equipped to like take out the splinter themselves. And I was like listening to her and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, no, our body will definitely not be happy with a foreign object and it may eventually force it out, but, but like, like not that well. You can also just like take it out. Pull it out, <laughs> But some people are very against like doing anything and just letting your body do the work. And it's like, that's not. Not I, I feel the same way with detox products. I'm like, oh, I hate detox products. Detox. I'm this. like, what the hell like, are you detoxing? 
No, like, exactly. What are you detoxing off your face? Oh my gosh. I actually had a briefing call with a brand the other day and they were like talking about how their product's clean and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, like I am actually really interested in this product, but I will not mention anything about it being clean. Like I'll talk about the yeah. ingredients, you know, I'll talk about my thoughts on the ingredients, but I will not talk about like, oh, I won't yeah. like propose it as a clean product. And they're like, oh, like we understand that. And I'm like, perfect. Cause yeah. The thing is, is a lot of brands like know that clean is like kind of bullshit, but like That's they the just thing. do it for marketing, which sucks. Yeah. But also like, there are it's a lot of good brands that, that do like good things for the world or like yeah. do like give back and do sustainability and like exist, but just have to bend to like consumer will. Exactly. Because people love that word. word Lobbying. And, yeah. And they just see exactly. it right up. Okay. This next one hurt me a little bit. Um, Someone said, when I was in the seventh grade, I used to pop my pimples with a cuticle fork. What the, what's a cuticle fork? I don't know. I feel like it's just like. <gasps> oh, that is horrifying. If it's just any sort of nail tool, like it's just. Super... Is it the like, is it like the clipper thing? I hope it's not the clipper thing. That's awful. No, because the way, like when I was younger, I thought, well, one, I remember when I first started getting acne and I'm like, I'm just going to cleanse this acne away and I'd like scrub it off. But I know so many people say like, I wish I could just like scrape it off with like a butter knife. And I'm like, like I know no one's done that, but like, I, well, I hope no one's like tried to do that. But it's like, we, I feel like we all had those like thoughts of like, I just want to like get this shit off my face. Make it smooth, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Let's find another one. Okay, this, okay, before I say this confession, I need to confess another thing I did skincare-wise. I think you're going to be traumatized by this. I did this probably up until I was like 15, which is like the sad part, but I would take baking soda and mix it with like a bit of water and wash my face with it. Oh my, that's so bad. Yeah, and because like I wouldn't fully like dissolve it, um it'd be like a scrub yeah Yeah, it was like a scrub and I'd literally just keep like a jar of baking soda in like my shower I remember baking soda was like a craze people were like this is a great skincare thing just like dawn dish soap was another thing too that was going yes yes and with the baking soda the moment that I had to put the baking soda down is when I was in cosmetology class and my teacher was like doing a demo on my hair and then he's like did you dye the front parts of your hair? And I'm like, what? And then I look closely like at the baby hairs like around my like forehead and they were literally like bleached. Like they were literally orange and I have dark hair. Like this is my natural color and they were orange. And I was trying to think, I'm like, why is my hair growing in like orange? And then I realized the baking soda was literally bleaching my bleaching. hair. Oh my God, that's rough. So that's when I was like, ah, <laughs> we'll put the baking soda down. But the reason that reminded me is because someone said I used to scrub my face with baking soda and lemon as a cleanser. And I also used dish soap. Oh my God. So they just have the trifecta of everything I just mentioned. Baking soda, lemon, and dish soap. Yeah. They were creating oh. an explosion, a full explosion in their skincare routine. I think like all three of those on their own are terrible, but them together like the baking soda if I only had to use if I was forced to use one of those I wonder which one I feel like I'd use the baking soda (laughs) I feel like I would probably use like the dish soap but like I just think of like when I'm cleaning my dishes or like even when I like clean my hands with dish soap and they're so dry 
because it just know, sucks the life out of baking soda i feel like I would just destroy my skin barrier too i don't know man but like what about like the baking soda and the lemon like if you're putting those together maybe i would just use lemon on my skin right <laughs> maybe okay maybe i do that because i i don't i don't react that horrible to citrus extracts you know maybe we'll just use lemon on my skin yeah i i think i would go with the baking soda just because i've done it before and i Ugh. just know that i'll turn my hair orange <laughs> Okay, so this is not a confession, but this is some unsolicited skincare advice that someone gave them. And they said that they were told to use urine on their face. Oh, I guess they did try it because they did say it didn't work. Oh my God. That is a lot. Um, yeah, where do I we even start with that? I know urea is um good. It's very hydrating mm-hmm. for the skin, but not like urine. A very different chemical makeup. Maybe they there. just uh, mixed up their, oh, yeah, God. Their, their words there. I don't even know, like, the process. I can't, oh, my God, that's a lot. Well, it's, like, the whole, like, I guess, Kate, you're, like, a marine biologist. So, like, does, if you get stung by jellyfish, does, like, peeing on the wound actually help? Because no. I've heard it doesn't. It does not. It does not, no. Okay. Vinegar, like... acetic acid will. Okay, like, interesting. Vinegar on it. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I don't a lot of Australian beaches will actually carry around acetic acid and they'll dump that on jellyfish stings along Got with really hot 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 water if it's hot enough it can denature the venom okay but because jellyfish stings are venom but um yeah no pee is not going to fight acne and uh urea which I think fish which fish excrete as like a waste product is hydrating not yeah. that you should like harvest fish excretions yes. but like, urea as an ingredient is actually pretty good in skincare and a lot of people see it and they're like oh urea gross but it's actually very hydrating it's a great humectant it's good for a lot of like topical applications but urine to fight acne I don't think so I yeah I I don't know how I feel with that um I think it's just again one of those like urban myths of like you're like great aunt or your grandma being like yeah just like do this and you know fix your skin the thing about all these things is if they actually were like a miracle a cure-all everybody would be doing them and capitalism would find a way to sell it to us exactly like Like if he actually fixed our our skin we could harvest it there would be so many supplements that would be like oh take this supplement your pee's gonna fix your acne better yes exactly like if these things worked capitalism its yeah. teeth in. It, it would be like literally the way you see benzoyl peroxide or retinol on the shelves exactly you would like i mean hopefully we we don't see urine on the shelves but um yeah i i, I this is a no for me and i i get like i get where these things come from because i've had people literally tell me that putting their own period blood on their faces cured their acne, i was gonna ask I'm about like, that one uh, uh what <laughs> I yeah I don't know where that came from either but they're like I literally remember this girl like commenting and she's like we had like she's having like a whole conversation basically in the comments with herself because she was like yeah like my mom just told me that when she would break out she would put her own period blood on her face and then it would cure her acne so when I started getting acne as a teenager my mom told me to do that and I never had acne since and I'm like I feel like it's just more genetic that you didn't get acne and not the fact that you just put period blood on your face and that's what cured your skin oh my god I don't even know like the top I I don't even I don't even I mean I know there's that like <laughs> higher facial thing yeah but, I, but that that's is different that's yeah very different very and different. that like that uses my, our plasma right 
Yes, yes, yes. And like microneedling works. Like there's like yeah, no, microneedling works. to back it up. Yeah, and I get absolutely. the whole like vampire facial thing with the plasma. Cause it, like, I don't know. It's very uh-huh. like, I, I've never done it. I've only done like traditional microneedling. I've never had a vampire like facial, but. Oh, you know what's another bad thing I did was a derma roller. Yes. How did I even forget about this? I would derma roll all the time. You know what's crazy is brands will send me like a derma roller. Or like a, not even a derma roller. It's like a, a like a push. The pen. A push the thing. The pen. Well, Have you no, tried the pens? Not, no, but like there's this one brand that sent me like a, um like a stamp almost. So it's flat and you're supposed to like push. So I've used that before. Um, oh. I've actually used it regularly. And that I've never experienced like skin damage with because it's even pressure yeah, so that you're applying pressure. to the skin. The derma rollers though is when you're like it's, tugging back yeah. and forth and it's not even pressure. And then the pens are like the worst because you should not be using a microneedling pen at home without someone who's licensed. The stamp is the only one that I will say like you have very, very low chances of damaging your skin because it's almost like foolproof because you can't, unless you like literally dig it into, like you can't like, you can't actually cause that much damage. And as long as you're not like applying like, I don't know, like BHA right after like going on the sun, like it's pretty... Proof if you do want to do like microneedling at home, but you definitely need to know how to how to do it. Um okay, so someone said putting toothpaste on a pimple overnight. I feel like this was again another very popular like urban myth. I guess I get it, but I also like it's interesting because I noticed that sometimes I would break out around my mouth from toothpaste that contained fluoride. Yeah. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah I feel like like I get the premise of it because it's like drying out again and like antibacterial Mm -hmm. but okay someone said I don't think this is like a confession but more just like something that happened to them they said they had a full body rash after dental surgery because of a withdrawal from codeine oh my god I don't know how that's related but that sucks yeah that really sucks speaking of like rashes I got like contact dermatitis once from a sunscreen or I guess like like yeah as soon as I stepped into the sun that day I literally came home and my skin literally you can really tell like from photos but it was bright red and then it felt like when I like washed my skin it felt like I was like a snake like it was so bumpy oh. it went down in like two days and it was actually like supposed to be for like a brand deal and I tried the product out and then I emailed the brand and I'm like this gave me like the weirdest reaction they were like that's strange like none of our ingredients should have done that and I'm like well my skin was not happy with it so definitely will not be using that okay I think we're all guilty of this as well I used to think that washing my face and using nothing after would dry my pimples oh we my god talked yes. about that. and now if I don't even like it's weird like I don't this is so bad but sometimes I like don't moisturize immediately after I like wash yeah. my face and it's just like I just like I'm lazy but I instantly notice I'm like, ugh. Also, my apartment's very humid though. So that is the one oh, thing. Okay, okay. I burn pretty humid. So it's like, okay, it's not the worst. But I'm like, oh, like the minute it feels tight, I'm like, oh, nope. Yeah. Just exactly that like tight feeling of like just like you when you smile yeah. or like whatever. It's just Yeah, and you just feel I'm like, oh, that feels ugh. Okay, someone said they use toothpaste, but not for their acne, for their dark circles. Oh God, that's got to burn right under your eyes. Is this like a whitening toothpaste? That's definitely, it like, probably was. And that's not how that works. 
Oh my gosh. Another thing that kind of gets me when it comes to skincare is like how much people put like trust into like certain ingredients. Like um, a big one that was like a huge like craze like a while ago was like charcoal. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember charcoal. Brands still try and use charcoal. It's like charcoal doesn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, and- eat a bunch of it, it'll make you barf, but like. <laughs> well like I I used this serum like recently that was like a charcoal serum um and but it was like an HABHA niacinamide serum so I actually really liked the serum but like there was no not, for yeah like it's just like you know adding a fun it's not color like a to hurt it either no like, no it's just like a gimmick like it doesn't exactly hurt. It, it's like so fine it's like to be in there and I liked the product because of their other ingredients but it's like that's not going to be the main thing you know yeah, it's this whole thing. Okay, we have another face mask. I've never heard of this actually. Are you ready? They use mayonnaise as a face mask. Ugh. There is no way that could have been good. I feel like it's just like, if anything, it was probably just like moisturizing. I don't know. Oh, it's just like fat. It's like fat. It's like what fat and eggs? <laughs> pretty much. I've never eaten mayo, but I'm pretty sure it's just. You've fat. never eaten mayo? No, I only recently got into like barbecue sauce. I actually don't like barbecue sauce that much. Do you like ketchup? I you like ketchup too. though? I'm a ketchup I, girl. I'm a ketchup I'm girl like too. Ketchup and that's it. And now I'll barbecue. do ketchup all day. All I day, love every day. I love ketchup too. It's so good. Um, someone said when they were 15, they used alcohol as toner, expecting okay, I to dated, cleanse their oily I skin. I dated a guy who uses alcohol as toner. He still does. And like I still 70% alcohol? isopropyl alcohol he literally uses it as a toner and i dated him for a year it's the fact that he like uses it as like a toner it's like just like don't use a toner and don't make it me like this was a recent date while i'm into the whole skincare thing i was like no don't do that and he would still do it he'd be like oh my skin is clear i was like first of all it's not like it's your skin's fine but like like you you don't need to do this you don't need to do that like and I literally, I'm still like on and off talking to this man, even, like knowing he uses alcohol as a toner. Well, JC, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> at but least yeah, like alcohol toner one hits close to home. At least like give him a toner or is he just set on the alcohol? Set on the alcohol. I, should, I just, I can't. He's like, it's like aftershave. I'm like, no, it's not. Oh my gosh. Uh, someone said they'd pick up their skin. Um to the point where it was like basically an addiction oh yeah i get that have you seen like the like uh like pimple popper like pad thing yeah those little toys yeah i was watching the shark tank episode of it and i was like these people must have made bank off this product i wonder how much money the fidget spinner people made yeah the thing is it like died out right like so did the like little so did slime do you remember silly bands yes i love silly bands i've actually been like obsessed with watching shark tank lately and like all the like different businesses that come on and some of them are so good and some of them i'm just like what but uh yeah they definitely oh do you i would also use those like blackhead pickers like the like tools, like the like pimple oh. popping tools, and I would literally. Oh, this is bad. I still use that now and now and again. Very rarely, but I do. Like if there's something I can't reach on my back, okay, or, like, okay, something weird. Like I'll use it. I still will. It's so bad. But do you like dig it? Because I remember I I like it. Nothing would be coming out, and I'd like dig it into my skin. Where I like I remember. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. 
Um, another mask, well, before I get into that, another mask I would always do was an aloe vera mask, but I had an aloe vera plant. So I'd cut off a leaf and then like scoop the insides and like apply that all over my face, which actually like, I like aloe vera. It's like not going to be your miracle ingredient, but it's super soothing, you know, super moisturizing. But I definitely thought it would like cure my acne, which like, it's not going to do that. It's not that powerful, but like it was not a bad thing to do but especially because I was like getting it right from the plant too but yeah I was really up in here just like creating all these skincare things I can't like I don't even remember them anymore it's like as they're coming to mind but one thing I did do was I had a little tiny blackhead on my cheek and I was in my mirror like really trying to go at it with my nails which one I have long nails and that's like first of all terrible because it really digs in there So then I grabbed my blackhead picker and I was like really digging into it to the point where I could not get this blackhead out. Instead, I literally caused probably the worst cyst I've ever had in my life on my cheek that took like a full two months to heal. And then I was left with the scar for two years after that. Oh, that was like, I had this one, I never, ever, ever, I've only gotten two actual pimples on my, on my nose, like ever. Mm -hmm. And one, it was so bad. I squeezed at it so many times, Mm -hmm. like it never popped. And I finally like took a pin and like pushed it in and popped and so much came out. It was disgusting. I still have the indent. Like I still have an indentation on my nose. And then I had one right here that I left alone and then it was really bad. And I literally popped it like three or four times and it like, actually it was like really gross and satisfying. Well, and of, then that's the I thing. Like when it. you don't get it all out, it's just going to keep like, well, no, I popped it. And I thought everything was out. And then I was like, no, it, it was so gross, yeah. but it was so, I will like, I love popping a good pimple, but it like, satisfying. But like it's it is satisfying. So I'm not going to act like I so never bad. do it. Like, I know it's bad. So I try yeah. not to, but like every once in a while, I'm like, okay. Like, oh, for sure. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sit here eventually. and be like, <laughs> like, you know. Might as well have fun popping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're going to hear a lot talk, guys. Straight from JC, you're going to die eventually. So much. <laughs> exactly. Like, your it's, you're not, like, don't do all of them, but like, there's one that's just like really good and just like asking to be popped. Like, right. It's fine. And if that's what kills you, okay. Right. It was the way to go. So don't pop all 10 of your pimples. Pick your favorite one. and <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but for me, it's not even the pimples that, like, give me the satisfaction. It's, like, blackheads. I don't get blackheads. Like, those, like, give me such satisfaction. I don't get blackheads at all. And I almost, like, sometimes I, like, see, like, I wish I got, like, body acne a little bit more. Because I'm, like, oh, it'd be so fun to pop, but I don't care. Or, like, sometimes <laughs> I shave my legs. I get, like, ingrown hairs. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love, like, ripping those out. So I'm, like, who's going to be, like, ew, your leg has, like, a, a, a dark spot on it. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, creature? Like, creature? Ugh. If someone was, like, oh, your leg, like, I will fucking squeeze, like, shit on my legs or, like, arms. I don't give a fuck. Like, but are my- you, like... Are you someone who like likes pop pimples on other people? Oh, I love it. I Okay, love I cannot. Like I can really? not deal with that. I remember like my roommate a while back was like, "Can you get this pimple on my back?" and I was like, "Nope." Like really. Well, I mean, I guess I work with like biology like like dissections and all sorts I guess, of stuff. So it doesn't I guess. bother me. I can't but do it. No, I love it. I'm like, "Yes, like get me Just out of it." Get right in there. Oh my gosh. That is someone said their friend oh wait no they used to okay wait I'm reading the wrong one yeah okay so my friend 
exfoliates twice a day every single day oh my god and, okay i feel like that depends what exfoliate like if you're using like a polish choice bha i used to use that twice a tight twice a day because my skin was like adapted to it yeah i think if you're using like a like a chemical peel product or like a physical scrub you definitely don't want to i actually don't use physical scrubs on my face at all anymore I don't either. I really, really do not. I just am not a fan. I don't think my skin is either. So I do my best to avoid them. Okay, we have a few here on salt. Um, salt. Yeah, and this actually reminds me because Peyton said, when I worked at Lush in like t- 2015, I used ocean salt on my acne. KMS. Oh. I actually remember when, like in the summer, I would always be so excited because I'm like, oh, the summer will heal my acne. Because I'd be in the sun and I'd dry my skin out, but also like I'd get a tan and then my, like my acne would be less apparent with a tan. So I'm like, oh, my skin looks so good while I'm like frying it. And then the salt, I'd always be like, the ocean is healing my skin. Oh, I remember that. It's almost like, oh, we were so ignorant. I think the worst thing is like for a lot of us it wasn't that we just had like the urban legends of skincare it's this is when like the internet came out and everyone was putting their diys online for everyone oh yeah so then like all of us would try all of these like crazy ass hacks and then like in conjunction with wearing like so much makeup to like cover it up too it just made it so much worse like if i'm having a breakout i'm not gonna put makeup on it Mm. unless it's like I literally have an event that I yeah. have to like uh, like if I'm having a breakout I'm not gonna put makeup on and go to class right. like right. no I don't give a fuck if I'm going to an event yeah I'll cake it on because mm-hmm. I got a little snatched but <laughs> I like no and like I remember just being like oh, I gotta cover up all my acne with makeup and then all like just awful it was horrible there's just like no reason I think one huge mistake that I made once too was putting like salicylic acid on a pimple and then putting a pimple patch over it. Is that bad? Because it's never... like it sealed in the like oh. the exfoliant. I've and never it, done that before. It I just burned because I was like, okay, I need to get rid of this pimple. So I'm like, let's just double action it, you know? And then. Because oh. I put sulfur on it and then put on a pimple patch and it like. Yeah, but like sulfur, like I feel like it, it's a little different because like salicylic acid goes so deep, like within your. No, pores. yeah. So I've never done salicylic like, acid. I've done the sulfur, and now I'm like, oh god, I haven't noticed anything, but I'm like, fuck. Yeah, don't uh, don't do that, and also don't like put on uh, salicylic acid and then put like a humectant over it. Like, don't do like um, slugging or anything like that with like mixolian. I yeah. would say. Oh my gosh. I I just think like we all have like so many similar experiences with these like horror stories. Um, It's comforting to say the least. I know I'm not the only person. I will say I I was right. We didn't find anyone as bad as me. I think you were right. Honestly, I think people were being a little shy here. I feel like they were maybe a little um, nervous to actually share their, their biggest confessions or maybe my followers are just good about their skincare and not, not, being too adventurous with what they're gonna put on there it survived it looks okay after you're you're not uh, dead frothing it and seeing it bubble yes like really bubble you you survived and uh you're not dead and I think that's that's the greatest part now your skin's glowing so much which is good um okay kind of shifting gears here I want to 
pick your brain on the, I guess, skincare hacks or tips that you see on the internet that like get you the most where you're like, this is so false. I don't, it's not so much like hacks. It's like rhetoric. Like, oh, like clean beauty or medical grade skincare. I hate medical grade. Okay, let's talk about medical grade skincare for a bit because I know you have your opinions on it. I have gotten in so much beef with people, specifically estheticians over medical grade because it's not Mm -hmm. real. There is nothing like the idea of an esthetician. I don't know if it's different in Canada, but in the United States, like an esthetician is they can be great, Mm -hmm. but there is no like if you look at an aesthetics like textbook, it's so outdated. It is data and weird shit from the 90s. It's not updated. It's not based in science a lot of the time. It's not relevant. And you can see this in like what estheticians might go online and say. Exactly. And the it's like marketing and like not mm-hmm. accurate. Like, like medical grade skincare is not any different. An esthetician cannot give you anything of like higher percentage, no. higher quality. Uh, they can't prescribe anything. Like there's nothing like special about medical grade skincare other than maybe it's only sold in a med spa. You can only mm-hmm. get it through a wholesaler or if you have mm-hmm. like a license, but exactly. like that doesn't mean anything. Like I could go get an, an esthetician's license. Anyone off the like side of the street could. I'm not saying it's like easy, but I'm saying that like, it's not like med school where you have to go and like have all this rigorous knowledge like those and that's why those products aren't any different than anything you see over the counter at Sephora or Ulta like if it required all this real rigorous like did you do like residency Mm -hmm. in medical school or go chem then like yeah maybe the products would be a little bit different but they're just not and like at all maybe they might have a little bit more R&D but like like you could just look at an ingredient and look at like like if you want to do your homework and because they can cost so much money like five six so seven dollars for what for like something that's so average I like know. a moisturizer is a moisturizer like a vitamin c serum is a vitamin c serum like exactly and like not from, worth it. from my experience of like working on like creating my own skincare right now it's not that hard to make skincare and i know you've said this before and we talked about it like it's also not hard to fuck up skincare yeah, it's, like, pretty easy to, like, not fuck up skincare. Like, yeah. that's one of the things, like, people, like, want, like, bad reviews. I'm, like, there's not really that many products of views that have, like, fucked up my face. I mean, there's some things that I don't use because I'm not interested in it. But, yes. like, there's not really products that are, like, bad. No, like, and it's, the like, real- there's obviously products that are much better and better formulated and have yeah. better ingredients. But it's, like, there's nothing else. Like, yeah, there is very the few things. pretty solid nowadays. Like, yes. the solid, like, baseline skincare product is way better than it was like 10 even five years ago exactly because the research is there and I think more people are getting into skincare and I think if COVID gave us anything it gave us people being more educated in skincare but of course there's also a lot of people still out there especially that like to comment on our posts that like think they know a lot more about skincare than we do and the estheticians really get Oh, that was my first time I ever gotten beef online was I posted a video that um, was like debunking like myths and like one of them was medical grade skincare. The other thing I talked about was um, drinking water like is not going to hydrate your skin. And I got in so much trouble. I literally, this is when I was like still, I was like, I've been doing TikTok for like a year and change. I was crushed. I was like, people are so mean. Like, am I canceled? No, people are just mad at you because you're right. 
And I was like, no, like this is stupid. Like drinking more water, water is the last thing to get into your skin. Like when you drink it, it's like the last way you're going to get hydrated. It's the last organ it's going to hit. It's filtered out. Really, if you wanted your skin to like absorb more water via like drinking, which is like, it's odd. Like it would be an odd method. You'd have to get more glycoaminoglycans that would then facilitate the movement of water through like the extracellular matrix through like the cell membrane and then to like the different organelles. I'm pretty sure like that would be the best mm. method of action. But like, I don't know how you would get more glycoaminoglycans, I, which is why you just use a moisturizer yes. and, and you use the water because it's great for you in so many other ways, but it's yeah. not going to supplement a moisturizer. Yeah. And like a humectant. And I think like people always tell me like you have acne because you don't drink water. And it's like, I drink probably like I don't even know, like five of these a day. Like I drink them. And obviously like, we're not here saying don't drink water. Like obviously no, drink water. Like, oh, so you shouldn't drink water. I'm like, no. When did this I is the thing. That? People always take it to the extreme. Like you say one oh, yeah. thing and then they're like, they just take it to the other. Um, I think the, like, yeah, the estheticians really get me because like, what qualifications do you have? And I'm not saying like, this is every single esthetician. There's some estheticians who put in the work to actually like do their research and like, they're willing to get educated and stuff, but other people just use that title as like, I know everything about skincare. And I'm yeah, like, it's a, it's a logical fallacy of like appealing to authority. Yes. And it's the same it's of like, like that marketing of like when people hear the word clean, they instantly like it. And it's the same with when people hear like, oh, I'm an esthetician. They instantly trust someone. And I'm like, oh, yeah. but, or it's like, like dermatologist tested. I'm like, that does not mean anything. No. Like it could have killed the dermatologist that tested it. And the brand could still say, oh, dermatologist, dermatologist tested. tested. Yeah, they it's don't have to say, oh, different. died from it. They just yeah. say, and people will be like, oh, okay, tested. that means they liked it. Like, no, no. It does like, not mean that at all. Big difference between dermatologist tested and dermatologist approved. And even then, dermatologist approved is like, mm, like, what is the, like, way that it was, like, yeah. approved? Exactly, exactly. It's, it, there's a, there's a lot of things that brands use in, in marketing. And I honestly think we could do, like, a full episode on just, oh, yeah. like, marketing, marketing schemes and how, and I think one thing that really started to bother me about like the whole cosmetic industry, especially in skincare is brands love to make money off of things you are trying to fix about yourself. Yeah. Look at all. And not just in skincare, look at all the um, detox teas and skinny teas oh. and like drink this and lose like all your like body fat. And it's like, they will just capitalize on anything that you want to fix by yourself you have acne here's the magic product that will fix all your issues you know if you got this here like if you got wrinkles like how many brands like on a product will say like anti-aging or like reverse aging and it's like well no <laughs> this is not gonna like oh like are there so many ingredients people don't understand what they actually do and yeah. that's like i think it's really like ugh. like um collagen people are like oh well this is collagen in it I'll collagen put the collagen large, on my face. Yeah. Collagen is a large molecule. molecule yeah. Like hydrolyzed collagen is great as like a humectant and a hydrating thing. You're not going to absorb it through the skin. Also, you would not like absorb or metabolize like plant collagen through the skin and then turn that into like human collagen. Right. Like, and also consuming a collagen supplement, it just gets broken down into like amino acids and yeah, stuff. people people like, always are taking the the collagen supplement. Supplements are a big one where people are like just I think even like even foods, like people always tell me, like, stop eating bad, like then your acne will get cleared. And I'm yeah. like, it's not like I'm over here rubbing pizza on my face like every day. You yeah. think like 
I will say after I eat pizza, I always make sure to eat pizza before I do my skincare routine because the grease does make me break out. But that's just like a normal thing. It, well, it's everything in moderation. Like for me, dairy yeah. makes me break out, you know? So I know if I'm going to have like a milkshake or like a latte with like dairy, like cow's milk, I know I'm going to break out. But it's like, yeah. it's just everything in moderation. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like physically, like eating a pizza and getting grease on my face will make me break out. So I always have to like eat pizza and then, and like, then do your skincare. my whole routine. <laughs> Because I know that, like, the grease just from eating yeah. pizza, because New York pizza is greasy, will, like, get all up in there. I'm like, oh, I yeah. I used to break out from um, Burger King. Oh, I love Burger King. I did, too. And then I'd break out from it. And I'm like, maybe not. Maybe we'll yeah. eat this anymore. It's definitely, like, everything's related. But, okay, going back, let's do a little more rapid fire. Like, what are your other things that you just want to, like, tell the viewers of, like, this is not legit? Gosh, there's so many. Oh, mineral sunscreens are not going to kill, or chemical sunscreens are not going to kill coral reefs. As a marine biologist, I'm here to tell you your chemical sunscreens are fine. They're also not going to get absorbed into the skin. Parabens are fine. They're a great preservative. They're not going to harm you. Phthalates are also fine. I'm just going to run off the list of everything. So like Most with the with the coral reefs, do you think this is also like a marketing thing? So in um lab settings um like the chemicals like in sunscreen like oxybenzone avabenzone stuff like that like will harm young corals yeah but those concentrations don't occur in real life and they definitely don't occur from you wearing like sunscreen and getting in the water Got like it. at all like so in like it's one of those things like dose makes the poison like yes. dose makes the poison with so many things like all these like the environment the ewg the environmental working group mm -hmm. is like, a lobbying firm they lobby to have certain things labeled as like good or bad mm -hmm. for marketing because they invest in things like they're yes. one of the main drivers of clean beauty and it's right. like a whole corporate lobbying scam it's very crazy but um it's like oh like parabens like i remember i gotten beef with this esthetician oh my gosh she doesn't even do skincare content anymore thank god she spread so much misinformation it was maddie hearts we had beef she sent me a cease and desist one time which i just ignored oh my gosh she would just post crazy misinformation and she'd like stitch my videos and be like yeah. tell you these products will give you cancer and i was like maybe if you like buy like paraben online like parabens i guess yeah and like melt them down i don't know what form they come in and just like yeah. inject them intravenously like yeah you'll probably get fucking cancer you'll probably die just from injecting anything into you that shouldn't be injected right. like in the first place and it's like all these things it's like well maybe like if you looked at the studies like I remember like looking at these guys like, okay, does this actually like harm you? Is mm -hmm. it actually a disruptor? First of all, everything's a hormone disruptor. Not sleeping enough, eating different foods, exercising, um, being like on your period, like um, like different psych meds, different normal, like everything is a Every hormone disruptor. Thing, yeah. Hormones are all out of whack. Like a topical skincare product is the last thing that is gonna disrupt your hormones. By like, absorbing into your skin. Realize like yeah. things don't absorb very deep down into the no, skin no no They're it's not very surface yeah. and like it's just not possible like so many of the molecules are just like too large our bodies would break them up like absolutely there's just no yeah it's so, like hormone disruptors is not a real thing coral reef damage not a real thing so with the coral reefs though like when when brands claim like oh this is coral reef safe, safe. it's just like it's well, <sighs> Well, it's like, happening, I, yeah. but then yeah. also the thing is, is that like to be sold in certain areas, like Hawaii, like 
they banned chemical sunscreens like the government of Hawaii did, which is like interesting because it's like the science isn't there mm-hmm. outside of a lab, but the government was very like gun ho. And the thing is, is like, okay, maybe that like, you know, you think, oh, well, better to be safe than sorry. But like, the thing is, is that zinc mining is like really bad for the environment, like really, I really, see. really, really bad for the environment. Like mining in general is not great for the environment, especially like massive industrial mm-hmm. zinc mining for like a multi-billion dollar industry. Like the carbon output is bad. The like actual environmental degradation is bad. The CO2 usage is bad. The like pollution is bad. So like... <laughs> And, like, carbon is, like, the number one reason why, like, corals are actually dying. Like, global warming, ocean acidification, because the ocean absorbs a lot of carbon. It's a Mm -hmm. carbon sink. And when carbon mixes with water, you get carbonic acid, which melts the calcium carbonate and limestone skeletons of coral. And then, like, carbon makes the oceans hotter. And when the oceans get too hot, corals spit out the, like, algae they live with, which is why they bleach. They extrude the algae that's inside of them. So then they can't use the algae to get food. So they starve to death. So chemical sunscreens are fine they're probably yeah. better for corals actually than zinc mining right and i i think the thing is is people try to go too extreme it's like oh you need to like not use this because this will be like the 100 percent good thing for the earth and it's like honestly probably everything we do nowadays is bad you know and oh, it's yeah. like if you There's like so try to as you said like you go to a mineral sunscreen you switch to mineral sunscreen because like you are afraid that the um chemical sunscreens are damaging the reefs but then the zinc sunscreen has you know so like everything is going to have effects it's just you pick your poison you know type thing and I think going back to the concentration thing you mentioned of like it's all about the concentration I remember when I first started kind of playing around with formulating skincare and I was formulating with uh vitamin a um and my roommate got freaked out at first because they were like because it says there's a label on the bottle that says Um, under the law under the California state law you know consumption of vitamin a has led to like increased um cases of cancer yeah risk of cancer exactly and they're they have to put that on there um because again I bought it in bulk so it's like a giant thing of vitamin a so I was using vitamin a at obviously very small concentration within my the skincare I was formulating and this kind of freaked him out because he was like oh my gosh like you're you're using this in the apartment like can this like cause cancer and I'm like maybe if you drink the whole bottle yeah like I don't think people understand I'm like and like at that point you'll just die from an overdose like yeah. that's another thing is I don't, like like it's not that cancer doesn't happen like relatively mm-hmm. fast but like if you're ingesting or injecting the amounts of these certain chemicals that would cause cancer, you'll be dead much like way before yeah. any cancer happens. Like, you'll and be the, dead. Yeah. And the thing is like hours. they have to put that on there so that they're not like legally like liable for liable. that in the case someone does take that jug and drink is it but like i'm thinking like like, a year later they survive exactly so like and the thing is like vitamin a for example like lots of people take vitamin a supplements and it's you only take like one pill a day like it's you know like a regulated dose it's the same thing for that and i think people just like take it to the extremes and they're like this thing is bad for you like you must never touch it and it's like okay like anything could be bad for you eating too many bananas is bad for you like you know like drinking too much water is bad for you like literally everything has like a dosage it's like interesting because different people react to different like things in different ways Mm -hmm. like a really interesting example is um biotin like biotin is like uh, it's in a lot of supplements whatever it doesn't really do much grow your hair but um 
It's also in Celsius, like that energy drink. That's probably poison. I didn't know that was in. Yeah, it's a thousand Celsius. times the daily recommended dose of biotin is in Celsius, which is like what? Again, it's really, really, really hard to like have any issue with like biotin. That's just but interesting. Biotin actually gets broken down and can support your skin in um, um, producing more keratin, and mm-hmm. no reduction of keratin can cause breakouts, mm-hmm. and so like randomly some people will drink celsius or just consume a lot of biotin and like break out really bad and it's not that biotin causes acne but biotin fuels processes that can cause an overproduction of keratin that lead to acne so it's like every once in a while something random will also cause acne or like other things which like i don't know it's interesting like you just have to like take things with like like I, because you can't ask everyone to be scientifically literate and open up like a fact and like yeah. data sheet and CBI study. But like, for the most part, anyone who says like this is toxic or this is dangerous or this is like not clean is full of bullshit. Anyone who like there are certain buzzwords where you can just hear them be like they don't know what they're talking about yeah. and just take anything they say with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Like, like medical grade, instantly take it with a grain of salt. Um, clean, take it with a grain of salt. Like there's mm-hmm. so many things that like. So it's not really that like then you don't have to parse all the information. You just know, okay, someone says that. I know most of what they're saying is probably not accurate. I don't have to listen to it. Exactly. Or like, as you said, take it with a grain of salt. Like, I just think people on the internet need to have a bit more of an open mind to get educated because I look back at some of my old YouTube videos that I filmed when I was like a teenager, 13, 14, 15. I was like talking all about skin hair and I had no idea what I was talking about, you know? And it's like, I look at those videos. I'm like, yeah, I've learned a lot and I still have a lot to learn. Like I don't, I'm not out here claiming I know everything about the skin. And I think that's the big thing that people need to realize, you know, it's like, just listen to the information that's being put out there and then do your own research to see like, is this something I can trust or is this a person I can actually listen to? And I think you mentioned a great point of like looking out for those buzzwords because they're definitely used kind of as a, as a marketing toy sometimes or to push product or to scare people I think the big thing is scaring people into like buying something or not buying something okay well I feel like we need to do definitely another episode on marketing itself and how it's used in the cosmetic industry because oh that's a big one and there's so much there but before we close this off JC I want to ask you what I ask all my guests on loud talk is what is something you love about your skin today or lately um that you want to share Oh gosh, I don't really think about that. Probably what's good to ask that question. Um, I don't know. I'm just like happy with it. Recently, I've just been like, okay, it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. like I don't care as much. I'm like, you know, it does its job. Yes. Like I just don't want to die, man. I don't <laughs> want to, like all the things that skin's supposed to do for you biologically. Yeah. I'm just happy about that. Right. I'm kind of just like, okay, like, like I mean, like I you know it sucks to have like a painful zit or like not feel confident, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like I'm like, you know, as long as you're like doing your job to like keep me alive like we're good like yeah. that's I'm happy about that that's what I love about my skin is it, it just does its job exactly I'll help it and it doesn't react poorly to all the different products I test on it for the most part <laughs> and just those basic things that I'm very thankful for no and I think that's a great reminder to anyone listening to like your skin's there to help you survive and live your life and if it's doing that job just be kind to it and don't be too hard on it with the products you use and with the words you use towards it and with that I also want to ask you kind of a counter question of what is something that sometimes you can get insecure about your skin about and then how do you kind of pull yourself out of that situation and kind of turn it into a more of a positive note oh okay this I hate saying this because it's so 
hate that it's like true but like no when I get really really insecure like working out like it's sleeping like regularly like just like the things that everyone says is like good for your mental health mm-hmm. but, like actually are good for your mental health but require effort like those help me so much and I hate that it works like I hate that like I'm so much more marginally happy and like less insecure about just everything in general mm-hmm. when I like exercise and when right. I like wake up at a, a good like early time and feel productive like oh it sucks that they work because I have to keep doing them even mm-hmm. though sometimes I really don't want to but like literally those things are so effective which oh like, I feel like such a like sellout. No, I'm but so, it's so I can true. Sleep whenever and stay up late and like yeah. eat whenever and like not exercise and it's fine. And like, I don't really think that like exercising or eating has like a ginormous impact on like your skin, but it definitely has a ginormous impact on your perception of your skin and yes. yourself in general. That's a great point. And I think even just having a routine or something like, um, you know, like even if you don't really look forward to working out every day, like the feeling you have afterwards of like accomplishment and like I still did that exactly. and I still showed up for myself definitely really helps and it's good to try, but not also like be too hard on yourself if you do break that. Just try to make exactly. it the next day to your workout because I know it. We can all be hard on ourselves with that. But with that, JC, thank you so much for coming on Loud Talk and it was so nice to have you on. Um, I miss talking to you so much and I definitely have to come visit you or you need to come visit me because I need to see you. Absolutely. Oh, I miss you so much. I miss you too. (laughs) Well, anyone listening, you can go find JC. I'll have all his socials down below. Definitely go check it out. If you're into skincare, if you're into science, he posts such cool videos and it's definitely like very refreshing to see his content on my page, uh, in the mix of like the whole beauty industry. So, I'm a huge fan. I hope you guys go check him out because he's he's awesome. I can't stop for you. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all for this episode of Loud Talk. Um, remember to stay loud and you know stay confident, stay positive in this um, crazy world with all these beauty standards we have. And it's it's definitely tough. And I think we all have our um, troubles that we go through every day. But I think staying true to yourself is one thing that can really help you push through it. So again, thank you, JC, for coming on to Loud Talk. And for anyone listening, um, if you're tuning in on Spotify or Apple, go to check out the YouTube channel where we post the um, video version as well. And um, make sure to subscribe for weekly episodes of Loud Talk with Lavi. I love you all so, so much. Remember to tell yourself something you love about your skin today. I guess you guys will hear me in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.